Hi everybody, or just myself, whichever one it is. I noticed that I have, for whatever reason, I have two plays. Actually, I think, well, it says three total plays, but two on one of my podcasts or episodes. And I'm not too sure why. I realized that the one play is just myself. Because <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to rewatch my uh episodes, but I ended up doing it. And like right away, right after I recorded it, I sat and listened to the whole 30 minute thing. So anyway, right now I'm really like, I'm just chilling. Like it's a vibe. I'm like taking a bath um, and I have some candles lit. Part of me is a little bit nervous about dropping my phone, but you know, I'm hoping I don't. So I'm just kind of soaking and chilling and thinking and the reason I decided to take a bath is because well for one it's very relaxing and then for two actually there's multiple reasons well yeah so for two um I did this foot scrub or not scrub but foot pill and uh, you're supposed to soak your feet every night and I haven't really done it this is the first time that I've done it. Well, I've been taking showers and it seems to work the same. But and I had a little bit more time today and I said, why not? So yeah, that's what I'm doing. And oh yeah, the third oh the third reason is that I've been having trouble with like digesting my food. And I read online that um taking baths help warm baths. So yeah, um so anyway I sat for a little bit and I was trying to decide what exactly to talk about and oh also this i'm realizing that i already feel a lot better i'm not 100 percent sure if it's me talking on this or if it's um i wonder if you can hear all that i can hear when my neighbors run water but anyway um what was i saying um i forgot what i was saying about i was but i was trying to decide what to talk about and I was thinking about, I mean, I actually didn't have any idea of what to really talk about today because, like, I, oh, yeah, I know what I was talking about. Because I feel, I've been feeling very chill, like, not much anxiety. Like, anxiety will come now and then. Not much depression. And at first, I was constantly anxious and going deep into depressive episodes and I'm not sure if it's this recording myself talk or that that's helped me a lot or um just being more kind to myself and gentle with myself and and telling myself that it's okay and um sort of just taking everything moment by moment and, and, and forgiving myself for for mistakes that I've made and the mistakes that I make, you know, throughout the day. Um, like, for example, like I'm studying for my um, teaching exam or whatever to become a teacher. And some days I legitimately don't feel like studying and I don't. And, you know, it bites me in the butt and it makes me a little bit more anxious sometimes the next time I study. But so in those times I, I have to be I have to sit and I mean I choose to sit and I'm like you know it's okay to feel like that um 
it's totally fine. My mom's text me a lot. <laughs> I don't even know if you can text while you use this. But, um, I, I don't know why, but when I take baths, I start getting so hot. Um, but anyway, so after, like, trying to decide what to think, what to talk about, because I haven't really been feeling, you know, down about stuff. So it's like, I don't even know what to come on here and talk about. But I just decided to flop back to what I was originally going to talk about, which was the past things that I experienced. But I've noticed that I have like a bit of a different outlook on it now. But I'm still going to just, I'm going to try to tell today, I think I'm going to try to tell sort of a backstory to kind of introduce characters. And instead of saying names, just to protect identities and stuff, because these people may have made mistakes or I may have you know, tied into the mistake that, that they also made. or um, And they may not be that person anymore. And so I don't want to, you know, tarnish their name when they may have changed. Um, and so I'm just going to give a little background of... I'm just going to introduce... I'm just going to call this series just college because that's when it all started. So... It was my freshman year. So basically, I only applied to one college because I knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to stay in the same city because I wanted to be close to my parents, but I did want to live on campus. So I basically chose a a college in the same city that I always lived in, but I lived on campus. Um, And I was so excited, and I chose to live with my friend from high school. And so I got to college, and also I was in band at the time. So I went to college a little bit early. And during that week or two that we got, that we were there earlier than everyone else, I ended up meeting my soon-to-be best friend at the time. And so we, we hit it off. We were like, we automatically clicked. Like, wow, you know, I get you, you get me. Our our names started with the same letter it was just like instant best friends kind of thing and I feel like I sort of I don't want to say I forgot about my friend from high school but she didn't really want to go like at that time I was trying to go to parties and really enjoy every college thing uh, every college event and she was sort of going through some sort of I don't know like depression or something from being away from home. I'm not 100% sure what's going on with her, but in during that time we started to part ways and I ended up hanging out with my so-called best friend uh, a lot more. And um so let's just call my best friend at that time freshman year. Let's call her M. Her name her name starts with M so we're going to call her M. So and when I first met her, like everything was, it was like it was really cool and really fun. I didn't notice right away that she was sometimes mean to me or she'll she'd insult me, um, put me down. For example, she'll say she'll just call me stupid or I remember like I I I originally wanted to be a teacher, but she would say like, You don't even have any experience with children, you wouldn't be a good teacher things like that and I would internalize a lot of these things and I 
started to think I couldn't be a teacher and I I ended up changing my major and um deciding to be a doctor well an eye doctor I wanted to be an optometrist and so you know I let a lot of the, the things she she said to me get to me I remember another thing another thing that she said to me which was not necessarily negative it was it was more so a, a what is those called a prophecy in a way you know you have self-fulfilling prophecies but I don't know what it's called when somebody else sort of says something that'll happen and it happens but I think it's also it what she said is also something that just usually happens to people so basically when I entered college I was I was still a virgin I hadn't had sex and she had told me she had already had sex but she told me once you have sex you'll never stop having sex like so I I, I don't I guess she was kind of saying don't do it because yeah I don't know so anyway um I feel like that was sort of, I told that part too soon, but let me just backtrack a little bit more. So we went to different parties and, um, I mean, we went to different parties, different functions and things like that. And school started and, you know, the I, I don't remember like if it was the first, I believe it was the first month of school. So the first, around the first month of school, like I would meet a lot of different guys, like at parties and just in different places I had never really met so many guys in my life because I mean the school I went to was mostly Hispanic and there wasn't there just wasn't that many black people and I'm mostly attracted to black to black men so yeah so anyway um I remember one day oh well let me tell this quick story this is this is not dramatic at all just a random story but there's this guy who, he was probably like, I don't know, 28 or something. And he worked at the dining hall, like where you go and eat uh, every day or whatever, like um, on campus or whatever. And he was like a cook or chef or whatever. And I don't know, he just started like talking to me. He was cute to me, like he was attractive, but he like smoked cigarettes and he had like two kids. And I was only 18. I had never even had sex. And here I am talking to this guy. But we just, I think we just kissed a few times. And that was about it. Um, so after that, I remember I uh, I went to this, I guess it wasn't really a party. But we tried to go to, they have these like frat houses on campus. And so we went out and like try to go but usually it's like all white people there and it's kind of awkward to go in i think they were letting uh the girls in but they weren't letting the guys in that we were with that we were with so we all just left and went back to our freshman dorms and while we were there like everyone was just out like like so we had different floors in our dorm and that the fifth floor is like where everybody hung out like the lounge area so we were all hanging out and then this guy came to me and he was really tall and he was like I, I mean I guess he just started talking to me like hey whatever and then I like shook his hand I'm like wow your hands are so soft and he's like really yeah I mean like he's like I mean he's like really I'm like yeah and we just kind of talked a little bit there and then we like everybody sort of moved to a, a different area and then when we got to that area he sat right across from me me and my best friend or me and M. And so 
he's like, hi, my name, we're going to call him Kay. You know, my name is Kay, blah, blah, blah. And we just talked a little bit. And he was kind of funny and cool. And he was majoring in, like, something with computers. So I thought, I was like, oh, wow, he's in school, whatever. But I, didn't, I wasn't thinking too much of it um, because he asked both me and my roommate for our, our Snapchats. Like, he was just talking to both of us. So I didn't think, like, he liked me or her or whatever. I was just like, you know, whatever. So then, uh, sorry, my nose is burning for some reason. But, yeah, so um, we were just trying to, like, oh, what am I saying? We just ended the night. Or whatever the night ended where we went our several ways he added both of us on snapchat but the next day he only snapchatted me and you know he was cool really cool whatever within the next few weeks like he asked me to come to his room and like we didn't really do anything like sexual we just hung out and watched movies it was very like he was also a version so we were uh, i guess very slow to things i guess and, uh, I mean, it was, I, I, it was cool. I thought it was fun. I was like, I mean, I really liked the guy, but I would tell him, I, I don't want a relationship right now. I'm just trying to chill. You know, I don't want a relationship. And so, um, whew, he, he, he seemed like this very good guy. Like he, like, he loved his family. He didn't really like do drugs or like drink and stuff to my knowledge. So like a month or so later, I think, I don't, I think we had sex probably a month and a half after we met and it was horrible. <laughs> that was the first time I ever had sex. And I was like, what in the world is this? Like everybody's been talking about this. Like it was the coolest thing in the world. Mm-mm, it was horrible. I remember, well, it, it sort of took us like a week to finally do it or, or like two weeks or something because it, it just would hurt me and it it just wouldn't go in kind of thing but eventually we figured it out and after that night like you know it's very common for you to like bleed a little bit the next day after you have sex for the first time and so I was bleeding the next morning and that's when it hit me like wow you actually really did that and so I started crying and his room like his restroom wasn't in his room so I had went to the restroom outside the room and then I came back in and I was crying. He's like, man, what are you crying for? And I'm like, I mean, like, we like, I don't know. <laughs> like, we had sex, and I don't know. I just don't feel good. I didn't even know why I was really crying. I still don't really know. I think I think it has something to do with, like, a vulnerability type of thing that, like, I lost a part of myself. Like, a part of my innocence was stripped away. And not saying that he took it, but, like, that act sort of caused a, a, a breaking of, of my innocence or a removal of my innocence. Like I was now exposed to this sexual world. And so um, he, he, he had an attitude about, you know, me crying and stuff. And later on, he, he said that he supposedly was just really tired and uh I'm so sorry. I'm getting so hot in this tub. But yeah, um what happened after that? Yeah, so after we had sex, like a few weeks later probably. I don't really remember the like chronological order of things because everything was happening so fast and everything was so new. And so um 
I remember one day I ended up finding out that he uh, smoked weed. And I was like, what? Like, I felt like my whole life was a lie. Because he made it seem like, you know, he was this innocent guy. And I guess he hid that he smoked weed. And not only did he smoke weed, but he, like, smoked weed every single day. He was like a pothead. And um, I was, I was honestly, I was shocked. And um, honestly, that was probably the moment I should have ran because he lied. And he was doing something that was against my morals. Like, I personally did not do drugs. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. And so, you know, why would I ever, why would I, like, be in a, any type of relationship with somebody that drinks and smokes? But at this time, we really weren't in a relationship. It was just sort of a friends with benefits type of thing. So, um, oh, I just remembered why I ended up having sex with him. Oh, perfect. So, there was this other guy. Let's call him C. And C was a great guy. He was very nice. But I ended up actually met him after K. And so one time K, I mean, one day, I, it was definitely Halloween of 2014. He, K went to another school with his friend and they ended up getting stranded there. And so he ended up staying there for like a week or so. And during that time, uh, I ended up meeting C. It's weird because I actually remember it the day I met him well not the date but the day I met him on a Tuesday and the only reason I remember that is because that song that used to say club going up on a Tuesday but yeah I met him on a Tuesday and I was like wow he's very nice and I was also like I guess sexually attracted to him um and I thought it was cool and all but the thing is I had already I already had K and you know it was just like kind of first come first serve and so uh sorry i'm actually kind of bathing so that i can hurry up and get out of this because it's getting really steamy um so yeah so see he was a very nice guy i'll never forget one day he i he i, I just mentioned one day that i really liked these like jalapeno cheetos and he just randomly surprised me with him, like, and I was like, wow. Like, he didn't know that I was, like, already pretty involved with Kay. We hadn't had sex just yet, but we were, I would hang out with him pretty much every night. But he was just out of town at the time. So, I hope you still hear me, because I'm just kind of all over the place. So, um, what happened after that? Yeah, so, it's weird, because I feel like I sort of had feelings for c and k at the same time um uh, like they sort of satisfied different parts of me i don't know so i can't really remember how this happened but c i think c knew about k and he was not really you know, too fond of that. So he ended up talking to another girl. And that was kind of bothering me, in a way. And one day, he, like, he posted her on his Snapchat. C posted another girl on his Snapchat. And I'm like, 
I was pretty upset. And that's actually the night that I decided to have sex with Kay. And then, but then the next day, I felt horrible. And because I'm a very honest person, so I ended up telling C. And he was, he was such a good guy. He was there for me and he was like, it's gonna be okay. And all of what Kay didn't do that I would have expected him to do in such a vulnerable moment or experience, I would have expected him to be there and hold me. He didn't do that. And that's actually what C ended up doing. And, but C was, he was, he was livid. He was upset. He, and it just, I really don't know if it was ever the same after that. I mean, C and I continued to sort of be on and off kind of talking throughout the rest of my college career. But it just seems like after that, you know, it just really wasn't the same. And um, so after that, things, after Kay and I have started have had sex, things just started to get horrible with him. Um, well, not right away, like, but slowly. So he went out of the country, like, so that was fall semester. And he, he ended up going out of the country because um, he's not from, well, yeah, he's not from here. His family, he's a foreigner, basically. And so they go and visit their home town or whatever every few years or whatever. And that happened to be the year. So he went and he left. And we were really sad, like, oh, my gosh, going to miss you, blah, blah, blah. And while he was there, he was able to sort of talk to me through, like, different WhatsApp or whatever. I don't know how he spoke, but we would talk to through different um you know, ways of communication. And so he, during that time, he was in love. He was like, oh my gosh, like, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're the, you're just everything I ever wanted. And da, 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 da. I don't know, just in love. Just, I can't wait till I get back. I really want to see you. All that kind of stuff. Then he comes back and he's not talking to me at all. Like, no conversations nothing he's not texting me back i'm trying to ask him how the trip went he's not responding he if he does respond it's very slow very dry and i'm like what happened like can you just say what happened and like i had told my mom about it i'm like oh my gosh she's coming back he and my mom's asking me like what's he talking about and it's embarrassing because he's not really texting me back and i'm just like sort of shook i think that was the first thing that really really hurt me but I did, man, did I have a big storm coming? That was the first thing that he ever really did that like like that that broke me, and then whew, it just got worse from there. Um, so when he came back, we ended up hanging out, and things were starting to get back to normal. He was just saying that he was affected by seeing the state of the country that he's from and so like that. And I was like, okay, that's understandable, cool. So we went back to our normal vibe, like just hanging out at night, and I go to his room, watch movies, do homework stuff like that and then one day like as for some reason at his dorm you can see who went to his room like you have to sign the person in and so I looked at the list one day and I saw this girl that was my I wouldn't say my friend but she was in my friend group so I, I was like in this sort of squad kind of thing with all these different girls 
And she was one of the girls. Like, we were all in the group chat. We'd all hang out and stuff like that. And I I was shook. I'm like, what in the world? Like, she, why would she at your room? And I'm pretty sure he made up a lie because he was pretty good at lying. Not good at lying, but that was his... Whew, that was his, like, um, go-to. And so... Yeah, so he... I don't know if he lied or whatever, but I just felt uncomfortable. I just, I feel like I ended up leaving the group chat and stuff because I don't know if people, I don't really remember if people knew about us, but some people knew about us and some didn't. And so, yeah, then let's fast forward. That must have happened around February of 2015. Then let's fast forward to around April 2015. And that's when my birthday, my birthday is, I'm not going to say my exact birthday but my birthday is in april and this guy had to nerve the nerve to like like he he just wanted to have like we had sex that night and then the next day he was like going to some party or something you know no invite none of that he was not he didn't want to hang out with me nothing he didn't he didn't get me anything and oh i forgot to mention our birthdays were like three days apart or something and I had did something for him. I got him like, I think an umbrella and some socks, but uh, something basic. But he didn't give me anything. He didn't spend any time with me, none of that. And uh, I was shook. Like I was, my naive self was very confused because I just thought people were naturally like myself. Like, you know, you just you return the favor. Like if somebody gives you something, you do the same. You match the energy. Like, I was shook that he didn't. And I was like, what? But, you know, for whatever reason, during freshman year, it wasn't affecting me that much. It wasn't until we were actually in a relationship, which was later in sophomore year. But, um, yeah, so after that, I don't, I don't even know how, if I even addressed that to him or anything. But I remember around that time, he kept begging me and begging me to smoke weed with him. And it was kind of intense because he would smoke weed in his closet with like a can. I don't even know how he was doing that. That was some high level stuff. But um, yeah, eventually I ended up giving in. And I mean, that's a whole other story. But yeah, so... (laughs) Fast forward to, like, I'm just going to stop it in the summer of 2015. Summer 2015, I would, like, go to his house. Because, like, we lived in the same city, but, like, 45 minutes away. So I would go see him, like, I would have to get my brother to drive me or somebody drop me off. Because I couldn't, I didn't have a car back then. Um, And so, yeah, he went to go drop me off. I mean, my brother, my brother would tra- take me and drop me off and pick me up. And... Uh, the guy's effort was just so low, but I think because he was, like, my first, I was so attached to him, and I just allowed some just raggedy behavior. Um, I feel like this, this whole time I've been talking, I've been feeling so disconnected and just, not necessarily disconnected, but, like, fully into the story where I'm trying to go back and imagine it and literally... I feel like I'm walking through it, and it's very therapeutic to me. But I, but 
another part of me feels like this is very boring. But this is this is good for me to, to sort of get out and talk about. Um, and I think it's necessary to sort of give a backstory to, for if anybody ever listened to this. To get a backstory of, of certain characters. Um, and people, significant people in the story. Um, so, um, yeah. So, in the summer, I just remember I would go over there. We'd have sex and stuff like that. And I just, I, I don't remember much else, honestly. I think I would ask him, like, if he was talking to other girls. And he'd be like, no, no, you know, it's just you, you know, same old stuff. And then by the time sophomore year started, I I started craving a commitment. Like, I was like, I mean, like, we've been talking for a year, and we've been just having sex. Like, when are you going to make me your girlfriend? So I, I don't remember how it ended up happening, how I ended up, like, convincing him, I guess. But I already know. Now, with my, the more knowledge that I have now, convincing a man to con- uh, commit is just not even the way. But during that time, I was like, uh-uh, no, you're going to commit, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember he did it in such a disrespectful way. Like, we were just laying in bed. And he's like, you know, we were my girlfriend. I just remember, like, all throughout freshman year, he would do a bunch of disrespectful things. Like, he would beg me to go to his basketball games, and I would go watch him play, do-do-do. But then, when I would ask him if he'd go <clears throat> to this little ice cream shop that I loved, I would say, please, let's go. Mm, he would never make time. No, 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 no. Just, like, little, just small disrespectful things that like, slowly but surely was diminishing my self-worth or my self-esteem. Like, I was feeling, like, am I not worthy of this? Um, and and the, the crazy part is, is that there were guys around that were willing to give those things, but for whatever reason, I was so focused on him doing it. And I truly think that that was because we had sex. And this is why, at this age... Sex is, I know for a fact that sex is not it. Like, I have my doubts on a lot of different things. And I'm even wishy-washy about, like, like, not that it's God real, but, like, is God really working all things out for my good? Like, you know, you just have the typical doubt of, like, am I really going to get through this season kind of thing. But one thing that I never doubt is whether or not sex will destroy something. Sex, sexual sin will bring forth death no matter what and even if even if you don't realize it acknowledge it or notice it it's happening even if you're you think that you just have this this wop and you're just this um what do you call it like i guess city girl type of girl where or you have your only fans kind of thing you just don't care or you're a porn star even those women are negatively affected by sexual sin, no matter how much they try to hide it. Only a woman, only a broken woman would be willing to sell her body or sell images of her body or um, or have sex with multiple men 
at the same time, not at the same time, but well, yeah, at the same time, but also at the same, like, say you have one sex, sex with one guy one night, then next night another guy, that kind of thing. You have to be so broken to diminish yourself to that level. Um, and this is something that I learned firsthand. Like, I feel like some things, some things you learn verbally or from somebody else telling you, and other things you usually learn the the good old fashioned way, the hard way, through life, the uh, the university of uh, hard knocks, and that's how I truly and this that's why I know this so well. There's absolutely no way you can have sex with a man before marriage and not be negatively affected by it, um, in some type of way. Without, like, well, mostly there's no commitment. Maybe you could have been with the person for two years and then y'all finally had sex. Okay, that might be a different story. But, like, if you just met him, it's been a month and a half or two months or three months even. And he, or mainly, he hasn't committed at all. And you have sex? Mm Mm-mm. Something, something's off. And you're going to either realize it right away like I happened to when I first had sex, like you're gonna feel that brokenness and that sense of guilt and shame right away, or later the relationship's gonna fail, or the guy's gonna pull away, and you're gonna be wondering why. And it's because uh, I feel like as a woman specifically, I feel like men having sex is also not good. But I'm a woman, so I can't really speak for men. But as having us having sex is pretty much giving away our ourselves and like um a lot of our I feel like after we have sex to the men like our value does not change let's get that straight we we're still as valuable as we was before we had sex but in that man's eyes our value decreases Luckily and gratefully, in God's eyes, he still sees us as he saw us before. Because, well, if you've given your life to Christ and you're, you you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. But, I mean, if that's the case, then, then you're covered by the blood. And he sees you as he sees Jesus. And so, you're not your mistakes. You're not your past. But anyway, that man see starts to see you as less valuable as no longer something to pursue and this is something that i've experienced in multiple relationships and encounters um well not necessarily just by my with my relationships but like you know in my friends relationships or you know on social media or public figures like think about it like Cardi B, the one who's promoting all this WAP and stuff, is for whatever reason being cheated on and mistreated and all this. That man does not value her. He does not see her true worth. And I feel like when you have sex with a man, it kind of, it kind of clouds his judgment, and he now sees you as just sex. When you're, oh my gosh, you're so much more than that. And. I'm sort of going off on a whole tangent, but I feel like it's completely necessary to talk about. And I don't feel like in our society, we talk enough about it. 
where women, and this is kind of how I fell into the things that I fell into. And if I can go back to my younger self, I would tell myself these things and say, hey, having sex with a man is, is, is not, for one, it's not how you, how you get him and keep him. It's also not something that is spiritually wise for you to do. It's going to destroy you spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And for me, eventually physically. Um, um, so yeah, a lot of the trauma uh, or bad experiences that I experienced in college were actually could easily be drawn to sex. And that's actually why I feel so strongly about this, that that is not the way. And and that's not to say that I don't I still don't I don't struggle with that now, but when I enter relationships and I talk to guys, I'm well I'm aware that if I do this, you know, I need to know the consequences of this. But back then I was very naive and I just I, I didn't know. Um so yeah, um I'm gonna stop it basically at like sophomore year when we started dating, because that's when things um, and we only, truthfully, we, during that time, we only dated for, like, a month or so, but, and everything was good for a little bit, and then, whew, things just started taking off, and thing, that year, things began to get violent, and so, I'll pause the episode on a cliffhanger, <laughs> and sort of finish it tomorrow, um, I'm I'm actually thinking about doing my hair tomorrow, which is very off topic, but like I don't know when or what time I'll get around to do it. Oh, I hope I don't sound. I did realize I probably do sound very very echoey in this one because I'm in the bathroom. But yeah, I'm about to get out of the shower. I mean, out of the bathtub, and you know, call it a night because it's ten o'clock and I'm tired. So. Good night and bye.